Hey there, and welcome to Throw Up Thursday. I'm your host, Dr. J.J. Kelly, the punk rock doc. Well, how do you do a live when you're fed up and pissed off? No idea, but I think we're going to find out. I'm Dr. J.J. Kelly, the punk rock doc, and welcome to Throw Up Thursdays, where you can come barf your problems and feel better, although it might actually be I barf my fucking problems today and I feel better. Let's see what joining us is the host, co-host, Olivia Hoffman. Olivia, I hope you're coming on to this. There we go. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. What's up? <laughs> I'm sick of everyone. <laughs> I got I saw the intro and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. It's an interesting thing to not just bail on a live because I am fucking here. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a funny thing, too. Two things. One is, um, do I just say, just, do I just talk about DBT skills? Do I just teach them? Or do I actually practice them? Could I actually model right now how to continue to be effective when your fucking anger and rage are through the goddamn roof? Can you still behave according to your values? I've always said and say, yes, you can. We're about to find out. <laughs> Number two is that there is something about focusing on other people and helping that is in and of itself regulating of one's emotion. And I'm not talking about just a distraction either. Like, oh, I'll distract myself from being pissed off. I'm talking about an actual transformation of energy once it's like an opposite action thing. Absolutely. That's what I was just thinking when you said that. Go ahead. Say what you Oh, well, so opposite action is when you behave in an opposite way than what your emotion is telling you to do. So if you're angry, a lot of the times your emotion will tell you to like yell at whoever you see or a chair or, you know, exude that anger. And that, you know, I don't know if I want to say negativity because then that makes it seem like shamey for being angry. But there is a certain level of like when you pass around the baton of like being pissed off, Mm -hmm. it continues. And then that gook stays with you because you're not acting in accordance with your values. And so an opposite action thing to do when you're angry is to give a gift to somebody. And that way, after you validate your anger, you're like not joining, you're showing yourself that you are like more powerful than your emotion, that you are separate from your emotion, Mm -hmm. and you can still give forth and it like eases that hum, it calms you down. And then you're like, giving forth to the world. And then that is rewarded back as you're like, basking in that pride. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. And now the pride I have toward you <laughs> has already dissipated my rage. <laughs> I want to add to that that the real key thing about opposite action is that you are not discounting the emotion, even mm-hmm. if it's negative. Oh my gosh, look at We got Corey. We got Hadley. Hey, Scotty. Oh, Alyssa. Absolutely. Damn. Oh, wow. We got uh, Erica. Oh, and there's Olivia. So, hi, welcome, and uh, you joined us on an interesting day. So, yes, to all of that, that was awesome, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, 
maybe we should go into questions then and just kind of, you know, keep going. Yeah, sounds good. And if you ever, if you want to barf up your stuff at any point, <laughs> we can do that. I want to open up a space for you to do that. If you, oh, thanks. Thanks, yeah. Olivia. I appreciate it. I don't really want to spend, um, throw up Thursday talking about, um, how people in Berkeley are the worst drivers <laughs> on the fucking planet. Everywhere I have driven in the whole goddamn world, it's the, the exact thing that the rest of the country says bubble about. Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm the only one on the road. I'm the only one I think about. I'm like white and rich, so I do whatever the fuck I want. And the driving is terrible. But that's just that's just the thing that, like, pushes me over. Like, yeah. That's not what... Not, that is not going to get me this pissed off. Yeah, definitely. It's only like hurt and fear. Because, you know, Irish Midwestern. Um, I've told you guys a million times, I go to anger instead of being scared of taxes and money mm -hmm. and all that shit. I don't understand. And I'm so lucky for Annie and Jean. Thank you so much for having my back on that. And also just like being let down by several people i'm just fucking like mm. yeah instead of being hurt i'd rather be pissed yeah but you know crying too <laughs> Lovely. all right thank you for that you're welcome okay so my first one is from me oh okay. uh, it's kind of a fun one i think you what are some i pick up going on today by the way? i did like a whole bunch of things but i i actually got a haircut and so oh, i have things now that's what it is God, it's so glamorous and I'm really I'm like obsessed with it. <laughs> nice. I love it. That's okay. awesome. Um, dude races when you have a business. Taxes. Oh. oh. Dude. And this C Corp, don't even. Sole proprietorship is so much fucking easier than a C Corp. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I. But Alyssa, good for you. Going into sole proprietorship as a young person is such a brave thing to do. I really applaud that. That is, yes, brave. You'll be doing that soon enough, Olivia. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. um, I love taxes. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, okay. So my question is, so I'm going to, this weekend, going to LA and meeting Thomas's parents. Uh, my first time meeting a partner's parents. What are some tips for uh, that? Oh, my God. Like, you need any. Parents will love you. All, anybody's parents love you, I bet. Yeah. they do. I'm good with – it seems – I. it's, like, in my brain, I'm, like, I know that I'm great. Like, especially moms always love me. But it's, like, different. But I don't actually think it's going to be that it's different. It's so different at all, except you're going to be more nervous. Yeah. That's the only variable. Mm -hmm. it's in your nervousness, just don't – Fill the silence with talking. Yeah. Um, less is more. Um, yeah. And don't kick <laughs> your asses either, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and that is going to come from the too much talking. Just, like, regulate your fear. Validate it. Because it's mm -hmm. perfectly natural to be nervous. <laughs> yeah, it is cute. It's totally yeah. cute. And I just have no worries at all. The yeah. only way you're going to fuck this up is if you don't regulate your fear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. I think I'm really, I'm proud of myself because I definitely have some like nerves, but yeah. I'm able to like 
direct most of it as like excitement and like also being nervous. But the biggest thing is excitement. In the past, I think I've usually just leaned into feeling super anxious or nervous about something instead of allowing the excitement to come in. Yes. And you are so skilled at the practice of using gratitude to regulate fear. I mm -hmm. mean, what would, what's the alternative to this? Not having a partner that you don't go see there. Yeah. Like there's a lot to be grateful for here. And because it's new, it's scary, but it's the good scary. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I can't wait to hear. I'm I excited. Say some dumb thing because you're going <laughs> to run your mouth. And then we are all going to laugh our ass <laughs> off And it won't be that bad. It'll just be like, oh, like you said, just a little too much. Mm -hmm. And then have trouble, like, putting the toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be such a great story. I remember when I met his brother, I, like, was so nervous that I was had such a hard time talking. And then every, I think I said one thing and I was like, I stopped in the middle of a sentence because I like couldn't figure out how to end it. And I was just like, oh God, I'm. Scene. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love Allie's suggestion. Oh yeah. I'm nervous. That's yeah. a great idea. Yes. Yeah. Because that's natural. And who does that by the way? So courageous. Like everybody knows the big elephant in the room is that everybody's kind of nervous about it, mm -hmm. especially the person in your situation. So who goes in and just owns it right out of the gates? That would be such a baller. Move. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Do that. I'm going to bake them uh, a loaf of bread to bring. Oh, that's sweet. Mm -hmm. You know that your hummus would win anyway. Yeah. That's a good idea. I didn't think about the hummus, but I. Oh my God. Yeah. So goddamn good. Yeah. yeah yeah that's a great thing take take like homemade food mm -hmm. to the oh that's such a great idea <laughs> you're so good on this dude yeah oh so good the only thing is i wish thomas were hearing you i know i know <laughs> i'll yeah. make him watch it yeah but that'll be fun and i'm excited the trip is gonna be so fun too i'm yes, very excited it yes it is good for you yeah grown cool. up gal. i know with my bangs and everything yeah. like oh wow <laughs> Oh, it's my first haircut that I paid for myself also, which is exciting. What? I know. I both want but, to applaud Well, I haven't got my haircut in like two years, if that makes it uh -oh. any better. It really doesn't. No. <laughs> but, but good for you. <laughs> and what a one to pay for, because it is quite glamorous. In my yeah. Opinion. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. Oh, grown up. Okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Um. All right. Second one. Okay, this is from Allie. All right. Okay, so they said, I'm going through a lot of great and exciting changes in every spot of my life, which is scary and fun and thrilling. I'm very proud, and I'm noticing my gremlin side is coming in hard with a sneaky and convincing self-sabotage attempts. In other words, there's a half of me that's hard in her bullshit. I'm struggling to trust myself right now. Any advice for discerning bullshit and truth? How about starting with not asking me a question you know the fucking answer to? That's a bullshit thing right there. Especially, dude, Allie! We know how skilled Allie is. I'm not even... <clears throat> it's just fear, dude. 
all the gremlin thoughts, the ego, like there's a little bit of a narcy thing in this at this point, which is what you're not supposed to be scared when you're doing all the huge stuff that Allie's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, yeah, anyone would be. These are huge changes. And yeah, pink velvet. Pink velvet is our safe word when someone is full of shit and one of the other docs doesn't want to fully call them out, but they want to be like, hey, go to JJ with that. I don't want to enable that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because this is the same shit you've been talking about for weeks, Allie. And of course, the worry thoughts are going to go up with the decisions that you have made lately. You've made a lot of calls. You have, like, made very definitive decisions. So, yeah, what's going to happen? Fear's going to skyrocket. Of course it is. You're no different than anybody else. Quit expecting that you are. You're both special and nothing special, like the fucking rest of us. So be afraid and do it anyway. This is your fucking daily life anyway. Yes. The expectation that you're not going to feel fear is the narcy piece. You know better. It's willful. It's complete fucking denial. And just you're hurting yourself with it. Knock it off. There's no shame in being afraid when you're doing the kind of decision making that you're doing. It's huge. It's scary. It's wonderful. Go. Just go. Do the thing. Move forward. Of course, it's terrifying. Let's not pretend it's not going to be. It's always going to be. Next. Okay. Uh, this one's from Astrid. Okay. Is um, it Pink Velvet? I... By the way, were you going to call Pink Velvet on that, Olivia? I, I talked to them. And the, we did, like, a, a pink... A, a descriptive Pink Velvet in nice. the group when chat. You got the, when you got the question... Well, you... there was, like... There was a conversation... I can tell you later. I don't know if I want to say that. Oh, okay. But, yeah. <laughs> But it went well. Everyone, like, took it in, a, in the way that it was meant. So that oh, was good. lovely. Or Astrid and Allie did. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Um, let yeah. me... I feel like if it wasn't from Astrid, it wouldn't be a pink velvet. But I think that there's a... I oh. think Astrid might... I think Astrid knows the answer to this. Astrid usually knows the answer. But we still appreciate the questions. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So they said, definitely going into senioritis, and I want to balance relaxing and not shaming myself while still doing what needs to be done. And also typing this out, I'm remembering I have a pattern every spring where I judge myself as slacking for not consistently suffering and studying. How can I tell the difference between causing shame by avoiding responsibilities and genuinely needing a break? What made you say that if it wasn't from Astrid it may not be a bullshit pink velvet. Um, because I think if it wasn't Astrid, they wouldn't genuinely know the answer. Like they wouldn't have the same tool set or skills that Astrid has. I, it was, I was thinking that if it's a person who consistently struggles academically, then maybe not. Mm-hmm. That is not Astrid. So it's basically the same answer that I just gave Allie with the Astrid nuances. And I am... This is the thing. Take this shit to like to support group. Like, okay, let's 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 use it productively. Um, first of all, Astrid, this is not an answer for you because I'm not answering your question. So I can <laughs> use this. <laughs> let's say it's somebody. 
somebody who academically struggles. Mm -hmm. Read that last line again. How can I tell the difference between causing shame by avoiding responsibilities and genuinely needing a break? I think that if in terms of DBT, we talk about justified and unjustified guilt and shame. Justified guilt and shame is when you violated your values. Unjustified shame is when you have not validated, sorry, violated, woo, page destroyed. <laughs> when you have not violated your values, yet you still feel guilt and shame. Like lots of times it's when people say no. Mm -hmm. So I think that that applies here, meaning have you violated your values? Is it against your values to take a break? Um, are, is it against your values? Because you know, deep down inside it's avoidance. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't define that for anyone. They have to define that for themselves, but I will say that we can feel that usually deep in our guts mm -hmm. at the time. So, um, so pay attention to your body sensations and what your values are. I think we know the truth when it's happening. It's our mind that pulls us off of our truth. So mm -hmm. our gut usually is right in line with everything that we are and want to be. Yeah. So that's my answer. You yeah. want to add anything? I just think, yeah, I mean, it's kind of on that is that I think you can tell when you're procrastinated versus when you're giving yourself a break. Yeah, it feels crummy. It feels different. And like, there's a, yeah, like there's a body sensation and you just know when you're doing it. And also, like school doesn't have to be suffering in order to make it like real. Ooh, that's a great point. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to make it as horrible for yourself as possible in order to like be doing a good job or whatever. Like how people are, they think that it's narcissistic for them to have an easy time with school when, when the, you know how it is passing the baton, it particularly mm -hmm. bad. Everybody's like bitching all the time. And then if you're flying it, you're like the odd person out. So you don't want to say anything like, Oh, that was really easy for me mm -hmm. because you're worried. It's going to be narcy. Hey, you know, what's narcy fucking playing the martyr and creating suffering for yourself in undergrad where all you need is a fucking piece of paper. You just mm -hmm. need to graduate. That's really all undergrad is. So great. Go learn. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. School can like school, school is, is fun. Fun. Learning is fun. It's Who the time in your life when it's like your job is to learn. That's right. so cool. That's right. And to take that and it's like you're choosing to do it and then to take it as like a oh my god. Oh, like that is gross. To right. to turn something beautiful and like a privilege to get to learn and have that be what you focus on for a period of time and have this like really nice shell. Yes. Like, instead of acknowledging that and being grateful and even being like, oh, my God, I fucking hate studying. And then having fun with the, like, oh, look at all the shit I have to do and, like, laughing at it. Yes. To be martyring yourself with it is just, like, not, not the move. Yeah. And, you know, I will say the closest I can get to 
<laughs> validating someone complaining about undergrad is that um, there is a lot of busy work in undergrad. You got to, you got to do a lot of shit in a lot of classes that like mm-hmm. aren't your favorite. So I can feel you there. <laughs> um, there is, yes, it's a privilege. I agree with you. Um, Megan, I get to go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't get there, that's fine. You can piss and moan a little. It mm-hmm. is a pain in the ass from time to time, just like life has that. And here's the hilarious part is nobody knows in undergrad, they graduate from undergrad and they're like, Woo, woo, <laughs> so glad that's over. I did it. And they have no idea what they're about to step into is a million times fucking harder than undergrad ever was. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the funniest thing Absolutely. Ever. And that doesn't, you know, that does not mean it's not actually stressful. It's just like stay in the moment as much yeah. as you can, you know? Definitely. It's, it's like what we were talking about with, you know, people get pregnant and they're like, oh God, can't wait till this pregnancy is yeah. so much easier. <laughs> It's just a different thing. Yeah. Oh, it's way more stressful. And it's forever. Like, oh, my God. It would be easier once the baby was here. Are you nuts? But that's what people do, you know? Like, they don't see big picture. When you're feeling anxiety, it brings your perspective to no further than the Mm -hmm. tip of your nose. Absolutely. It's smaller. And you got the blinders on. So, like, just, you know do one thing at a time be mindful about your choices and you know piss and moan a little and then when you can feel that scale tipping into this Mm self-indulgent narcy martyry thing just shut the fuck up (laughs) do your work and then go celebrate when you're done yeah people forget to do too they come to me and they're all like oh i'm so stressed down and fucking well do you ever celebrate any of your wins dude yeah no wonder you're running on everything. even just like doing the the thing that you needed to do that day when you still yeah. have a lot left to do if you like yes. i did my outline that celebrate like that celebration oh my God, the outline's the hardest part anyway. oh, yeah dude um, my outlines i was looking at them the other day and i was like jesus that was really that's really <laughs> could tell how anxious i was but Here's one of my thing, though, with good students it pisses me off when students like astrid also stress out you mm-hmm. get to procrastinate and cram and stress out, or you get to be the person that's on top of everything and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Please don't do both. If you're doing both, it's almost a guaranteed narcy. You yeah. don't stress out and fucking you're a totally conscientious student. Give me a break. Half of fucking undergrad is figuring out what you can get away with not doing. <laughs> My God, I fucking worked 40 hours a week in undergrad. Now I sound like an old person. Like, <laughs> I just can't. I mean, what? Yeah. What? No one should have to work 40 hours during undergrad. But I'm just saying, like, fucking get some goddamn perspective, which is really difficult to tell people that are that young. Mm-hmm. There isn't a full perspective. Yeah. So just, well, your brain's not developed. Not yet. You fully. can't, like, not full, like, it's not that level of, like, consequences or just like full picture is really hard one of my favorite um what just a piece of paper let's not you're not saving lives no 
What were you going to say? Oh, one of my favorite tips that you ever gave me when I was in college was, oh. um, it was like, it's an opposite action thing. And yeah. it was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, say I had like a paper to write that was due tomorrow and I hadn't started yet. And so I would go, you know what? I really wish that I had a full paper that I had to write that's due at eight in the morning that I haven't even started. And I don't even know what my thesis is yet. <gasps> oh, wait, I have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my entire University of Wisconsin Madison experience, dude. Oh my god, that's I, I, so I good love that you love that. Because there, I mean, I I don't share that with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you add a like hangover and sometimes like pans. We would. <laughs> bang pans together like <laughs> with somebody that's got a hangover oh my god it's the worst of the worst oh my god and I don't I mean thank goodness you're young you can bounce back like that and pull yeah. something like that yeah. off yes make it a game it's funny it's like it's so hilarious. funny it's so funny when it sucks like so fucking bad yep that's so, and it's like yep. such a safe kind of sucky. Yep. Yes. Like the stakes are real yes. low. That is a great <laughs> point, dude. Yeah. It's a great point. People spending 10 years on a dissertation. How precious is it? I mean, you're, again, <laughs> once again, you're trying to get a degree. Yeah. It's not a yeah. fucking, you know, it's not going to win prizes. Nobody even reads dissertations. And that's at a doctoral level. So like mm -hmm. undergrad, like how long does it really take to fucking write a 10 page paper if you've got a solid outline like three hours three and a half like come on yeah cramming works just like don't shame yourself for cramming just do the cram my god it's how i, d I did all of it. <laughs> yeah yeah all right love that okay one more yeah sure okay so this one is from a friend um so they, a couple years ago, they realized that their mom was kind of like a narcissist and they had a really difficult relationship and she was really like at a hard time in her life and was whiling out. And okay. so since then she's put up boundaries. Her mom is now currently like has been working on a lot of her issues and is improving. And my friend is slowly going back into the relationship, but still has a lot of boundaries and like walls up. And mm -hmm. she was wondering if it's if she should tell her mom that she's doing that, that she still doesn't feel like safe with her, or if she should just keep doing what she's doing and not say anything to her. Well, first of all, I wouldn't say safe ever. You know that. Mm -hmm. I, I, the world's not safe. Don't safe is not an emotion. Like, um, should sh the question is, does she level with her narcy mom that she's going in slow? Yeah. Why? What would be the objective to doing that? Um, so she was worried about, like, her mom getting discouraged and, like, stopping the progress. Codependent much? You know, your mom's, you can't control other people. Just mm -hmm. look you. Do what, do for you. I mean, if she asks, you might tell her. If, mm -hmm. if mom actually expresses, but it's like, this person's future tripping, trying to control an outcome that they have no control over anyway. Mm -hmm. 
Um, plus, if she, if the mom truly is a narcissist, then leveling with her about reality might not go so well anyway. Yeah. Like, fuck. I don't know. It just, that just seems like um, controlling behavior, trying to self-medicate fear to me. Mm -hmm. So while it must be very nerve-wracking for the friend to inch back into that relationship, that's the decision they've made. So just go with that and see mm -hmm. how the fall. Like, don't try and control everything. Just know when you get when you get that pinch to get controlling. All all that means is you're afraid. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I I all right. And you don't have to shame yourself for getting controlling. We've all done it. So just notice that you feel fear try and find some other words for fear maybe mm -hmm. to validate it and also it's kind of a distracting exercise so you find your words for fear and then ask yourself well what do i do for myself when i feel fear to help myself return to calm my baseline mm -hmm. go take a walk take three deep abdominal breaths like make it on you don't make it about outcome mm -hmm. and other people's behavior particularly one with narcissistic personality disorder my god if we fucking like pinned our hopes to how shit's gonna turn out with a narcissist that yeah. is not a way to live believe me just wrote another book on that. <laughs> oh my god okay you got something you want to add um no i mean when we talked about it um I kind of said that where I said, like, I think unless you have a clear objective, then it's not like if your objective can be met without and like if your objective can be met without having that conversation, I don't think it's worth having that conversation. Yeah. And if your objective is to make her feel better about it, you can't control how people are going to feel like yeah. that's not um that's not like uh, a real or not a real objective, but like, that's not a productive objective if it's to Control make someone feel better. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Or to like, you know, to like not hurt their feelings or whatever. Like that's not it's actually. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You got to just let it, let the chips. Mm -hmm. You're taking a chance and good job being brave friend. Cause that's no small thing. Stepping back in. Um, and giving more chances. That's, mm -hmm. that's brave. So kudos. Um, have that person let us know how it's going. Yeah. I'll check in with them. Nice work. Look, now I'm totally fucking totally <laughs> emotionally regulated. Love um, it. You know, yeah. Yeah. Even like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm better. <laughs> I'm going to not say what I was going to say. Yeah. I think it's just best this way. Mm -hmm. Radical acceptance equals non-attachment to outcome. Yes. Specifically. Yes. To other people's reactions. Yes. Or perceptions of us. That's like not anything that we can control. Sorry about that. My phone's going to die. Oh, no worries. Thank you so much. That Thank you. Totally great. Love it. Super. So fun. Yes, and good to see you again. Yeah, good to be back. So will you be here doing this next week then? No, next week I'm going to be in Joshua Tree. All right, so we'll have a different course. Oh, my gosh, have a great time. Oh, thanks, Grace. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Get in touch with me, Dr. JJ Kelly, the punk rock doc, 
at drjjkelly.com. 